it's light out and it's not freezing in here. Man, it must be spring or something. All right, coffee's already ready to go. I was on the ball this morning. All right. Cat's there. Oh, you gotta check out this moon. Can you see it? Uh, no, you can't really see it. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. My name's Jeremy. And this is my first cup of coffee. So the moon is right there. Uh, and I can see it well, just the, the camera on the phone's not picking it up. It's a straight shot right there. I can see it in the trees. It's not even over the trees, it's in the trees. And it's super bright. I think yesterday was a full moon. So really cool. Well, I hope you had a good Monday. I had a pretty solid Monday. And setting the tone for the week. Did some good client work. Had a morning of calls, four calls in a row. And um, so the new, the new program website, the new website that we are rolling out for our training programs, it, it has to be done by the end of the week. I committed to finishing it by the end of the week because there's a new book that I'm going to start on next week. This is a. This is not a mar martial arts book. This is a health book. And it's um, a kind of work. I don't want to say work backwards from a gimmick. Because that that's a. When you talk about something as being gimmicky, you're you're really saying that it doesn't have substance. That it doesn't stand on its own. And that's not what this is. This, this book makes sense. And it's a collection of things that people can do incrementally that take very little time, very little money, create habits, and will, when combined, improve, potentially dramatically improve their health. So that's what we're doing. We're working on that book. The outline is done. Shout out to Lester who finished the outline. And I'm going to take it and run with it from there and then pass over to Jenny for editing. And I'll start on the next one because that's what we do now. We are a book factory. Because I'm a fast writer. I keep getting hit with these ads to be a copywriter. People suggesting, maybe you should be a copywriter. Do you write really fast? And I do. Maybe you should be a copywriter. I've learned from Marshall Journal and all the other things that I do that everyone's not a real fast writer. The last couple articles I did for Marshall Journal were, I think, five, six, seven hundred words. And they took me like 20 minutes. Let definitely less than 30 minutes. I'm a fast writer. And if I get to combine that with Microsoft Word's dictate function between the two, I can crank. Because there are times when speaking is faster, and there are times when typing is faster. When I'm typing, I can usually think a little better. But if I'm speaking, I can 
work through more emotional things. I can uh, kind of close my eyes and do my Stevie Wonder. I find movement is helpful for thought. Well, we're, we're plugging right along. What else happened yesterday? Oh, yeah, Joey was here and we didn't get the shelves up. He was out in the warehouse and did put up a few panels of um, really cheap plywood as a background because we needed that background. And so that's there and that means soon once I clean some things in there, we can do some filming out there, which I'm really pumped for. Between that, that, between this thing and that new space, I'm gonna be able to shoot more video on my own, which I need to do. Other thing that happened is over the weekend, a new background came in for the podcast and I hung it. And it looks really cool and you will see it Actually, the first time you may see it will probably be episode 600. We'll see how that goes. Looking forward to that. Always, always stepping it up, trying to, trying to step it up a little bit each time. Everything we do, incremental progress. That's the point of the book. That's how, I, that's how I run everything, incremental progress. What, what can I do today that moves things forward a little bit? And sometimes what moves things forward is not letting them move backwards or not letting them move backwards as much as the universe seems to be conspiring to push you back. And I'm thinking about maybe another podcast. I actually asked uh, my best client. I should, mm, yeah, I'm gonna call them my best client. Best client, they're definitely my biggest client. We've talked about them having a podcast, and, and they don't quite have time right now. I think the host, uh, the owner, CEO, founder, the head guy, would do a great job. But there's so many other things that he's doing. And so on our call yesterday, we have at least one call a week. I said, you know, there's a couple of ways we could handle this podcast thing. I could do it for you entirely. We could just brand it as such. Or... I've considered doing my, another businessy podcast, and you could sponsor it. Why don't you think about those two things? And he's interested in both, so we'll see. Because one of the one of the best things about what I do on the marketing side, whether it's for martial arts clients or not, is I look for ways where everybody wins. It's the best part about my job. If if I do my job well, you make more money, and then you're paying me for that, so we all win. I've, I've definitely helped his business grow, and I've got other businesses, martial arts schools even, that I've, I've helped grow. There's, you know, there's one, there was one I, I emailed them last week, because they're super busy. They're not getting the things done that I really need them to get done for the strategy that we've crafted. So I reached out and I said, hey, here are three things that I could do that wouldn't require much, if any, time from you that would help move the needle. Oh, and by the way, when I started working for you, a search in your area for the term martial arts had you on page eight in Google. You were at term 77, and right now you're at number two. 
no, I'm sorry, number 10, first page. So, um, yeah. That's what I've been able to do without a lot of, um, without a ton of time. It's only been a few months. So what's going on today? It's Tuesday. Today, why am I stuttering? Today, I don't think that was a stutter. I think that was just kind of a twitch. I don't stutter, I've never stuttered. Today is the final day before our hard and fast rotation of interviews, of recording days, every other Tuesday is what we are moving to. And what do I have? I've got a consulting call with a potential client who's actually been on the show. I love working with martial arts schools. If you want me to work with your martial arts school, please let me know. It's so much fun and I can do a good job because there aren't a whole lot of people who know what I do on the marketing side and the business side and the martial arts side. I think we've got two interviews set up. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on with the show. You know, and, and I've, I've said this before, I wanna say it again. I wanna shout out Lessie. Well, Julius should be first, because he's been with the team longer. I wanna shout out Julius and Lessie and Andrew for all that they do. Setting up behind the scenes, getting guests, editing, posting, all of it. You guys do a great job. And it allows me to focus on the part that I'm good at, which is, uh, I don't know, talking to people. <laughs> Where is everybody this morning? I'm talking to an empty room. All right. Well, I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to go over here. Is this thing even recording? Let's see. Let's see. Does, does the YouTube app over here say that there's an actual show going on? Yes. See where it says your current live streams on the top of my head? That was the that was the episode. It was the graphic we did with me kind of peeking through. This is my Jedi robe. I like the hood up. Oh, you know what else I did yesterday? Um, I released a new video under the Jeremy Lesniak Martial Arts channel that you should go check out. Uh, if you just search for Jeremy Lesniak Martial Arts, possibly even JLMA. I don't I don't know. Uh, rear foot position inside stance and why that matters. So you should go check that out. And what we got today? We got some stuff. Oh, yay. We have some stuff from Frank. Yay, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Um, who I think took my, my comments the other day about Melissa McCarthy to heart and has given me four quotes from one of my favorite actors, Lauren Graham, co-star of Gilmore Girls. And she's off on, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard some good things. Uh, Disney Plus has a new show based on the Mighty Ducks and she's in it. And so when I'm done beating up on Hulu, because here, here's my new thing. There are way too many streaming services. And I found that 
I was paralyzed by an abundance of choice. And so I canceled all of them, except for Hulu. And then I canceled Hulu. And so at some point, Hulu's going to not turn on one day. Right now I'm just watching Hulu. And then when I go to turn on Hulu and it doesn't work, I'll go, hmm, do I wanna watch Hulu or do I wanna switch to something else? Because remember when you were a kid, well, if you're my age, remember when you were a kid and you go turn on the TV and you, your mom didn't buy cable because she didn't want you watching too much TV and you had like four channels, you always found something to watch. Or you turned it off and you went outside. Well now, is there anything on Amazon? Which I get for free, because it's Prime. And it's getting better. Or is there anything on Netflix? Is there anything on Disney Plus? Is there anything on Hulu? Uh, and there's a bunch of cool stuff coming on HBO. It's too many. So I'm just gonna rotate around. I don't need to, I don't need to subscribe to all of them simultaneously. That's just silly. That's wasting like, 25, 30 bucks a month. It's not a lot of money, but over the course of a year, what can you do with $300? You can do a lot. All right. I must work harder to achieve my goal of not seeking approval from those whose approval I'm not even sure is important to me. Hmm. Let me say that again. I must work harder to achieve my goal of not seeking approval from those whose approval I'm not even sure is important to me. This resonates. There are people out there who I am, I still want their approval. They don't matter. Logically, I understand they don't matter. They're not in my life. They, they don't, as, as somebody I look up to says, they don't change the temperature in my pool. I don't have a pool, but you get the point. They have no impact on my life. And I still want their, their approval. I understand, no, I don't. But growing up, I didn't have very many people. I had, I had the approval of teachers. That was about it. I craved approval from my peers. And now, I've gotten a lot better at it. There are people out there who, I want their support. I'm never going to get it. Time to let it go. There are people out there who poop on the things that we do at Whistlekick. Fine, you're not a customer. You're not a supporter. You're not part of our world. I don't care. We are doing great things. And we'll continue doing great things. You're part of these great things. And otherwise, move on. Next. I have to introduce the part of me that feels like a winner to the part of me convinced I'm a loser and see if they can't agree to exist somewhere closer to the middle. It's funny how on different days we can feel so differently about ourselves. We can feel really positively about life and work and our friends and our training. Oh man, I nailed that form. Oh man, sparring went so well today. Oh man, I remembered everything from this sequence and you know, those were some of the best kicks I've ever done. I feel really good about it. And then other days you don't. Other days it's the, it's the exact opposite. And I wouldn't suggest meeting in the middle. I'd suggest having that winner remind the loser that no winner is, wins 100% of the time. Think of the best, think of the most successful 
athlete or business person or martial artist, fighter, whatever. They don't win 100% of the time. Often, e even across sports and, and professional life, people talk about Michael Jordan. Right? Phenomenal athlete, wonderful competitor, and came from a time when he just let his actions speak for him instead of his words. He didn't win every game. There were games, and, and there's a famous quote out there from him about, you know, times he was trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. Doesn't change the fact that he's, in my opinion, the greatest player of all time. So reminding yourself, hey, progress isn't completely linear. You're gonna have some ups and downs, but as long as you're moving in the right direction, it's okay. When I was editing that video for the YouTube channel last night, at the end, I kind of tied everything back together and demonstrated some kicks. I was actually really impressed with my kicks. I haven't seen my kicks on video in a long time. I liked how they looked. They looked pretty good. It's reasonably warmed up. Didn't do anything dumb listen to myself about what I was talking about, and they worked. Pay more attention to the winner in you than the loser in you. I think that's the, that's the takeaway there. I personally was driven to be an actor for the love of telling a story. It was very closely linked to being a reader as a kid and being transported by literature and art. It had nothing, zero, to do with anything resembling fame. I get that. I've wondered how I would do as an actor, and if we had a little bit more in the way of resources. Here it was, okay, we would be experimenting with, with original movie content, original fiction video, uh, because I, I have ideas on, on some things that we could do, but there are things I can't do alone. I, I played, actually, I played that out the other day, last week, I think it was Friday. I said, all right, what could we do for movies? And working within the constraints of little money and nobody else to, to really work on this in a devoted sense with me, all I came up with was really lame horror movies. I couldn't come up with a way to do first person, one person, single camera martial arts film. Who am I gonna fight? I can, I, I can punch, you can see my hands, but what am I hitting? And I'm not good enough with video editing that I can punch myself and make that look, look like anything worth doing. Cause that would be cool. Block my own punch. Although you'd see that the, the thumb was on the wrong side. You'd be like, what's going on? Oh, I could punch over here. The angle, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't work. So we're not doing that. But my desire to work on, on video stuff, it, it's more that it's a skill set that I don't have. Memorizing lines is something that I have struggled to do. And it blows me away that actors are so good at that. I'm really, I'm always really impressed when I, when I think about that. The idea of taking a a starring role in a feature-length movie and 
memorizing those lines. And sure, you know, they're, they're, they're not shooting the whole movie on one day. It's a long process. And so they may not need to memorize every line from the whole movie all at once, but there's still, it's more than a bit. Sit down and try to memorize a paragraph. It's hard. It's really hard. Back in high school, we had to memorize the Gettysburg Address. It took a long time. Most people couldn't, couldn't do it. I've got most of it in there still, interestingly enough. There's also some odd bits of Shakespeare that have remained. I don't know why. What else is in there? At one point I memorized both of the monologue kind of prayer things from Boondock Sings. I don't know if those are still there. Yeah, the first one, the, the one, the, the one they say multiple times is in there. The one at the end isn't in there anymore. I don't want to be famous. I have no desire to be famous. Good morning, Francis. Hope you're well, my friend. My only desire for any fame would be if it was beneficial to Whistlekick and Intermission. If somebody said, you know what, Jeremy, if you sacrifice your anonymity is not quite the right word, but if you were willing to take this step and become this famous person, which anybody who understands fame comes with a lot of pitfalls. If you were to, to embrace that, Whistlekick would take off and all these things would line up. Okay, let's do it. Because it's not about me. It's about this mission. But other than that, no. No, I don't want to be famous. I like living out in the woods and not having to worry about stalkers. I've had stalkers, two of them. It wasn't fun. It wasn't the kind of like, I'm going to murder you stalker, but it was the, uh, I'm going to call you, come by your work, knock on your door. I had to be other places and my employees needed to be on watch for me, sort of stalker. One of them was. The other one wasn't quite that bad, but still. It's not fun. Flattering for about 30 seconds, and then it's not fun at all. And our final quote from Lauren Graham today. Remember, if you've got quotes or comments or jokes or feedback or whatever, I want to hear it. Let's get Frank some support. He does a wonderful job. And I appreciate the contrast when I have different styles of things to talk about. Put it in the comment section below once the show closes, and I'll read it tomorrow. Um, other things before I read this last one. Remember, we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, here on YouTube. Catch it later in your podcast feed. If you're new, subscribe and turn on notifications because we, we do a bunch of stuff. We do a lot of cool stuff. And, and if you're a martial artist, you're going to like it. And if you're a martial artist, you can go to whistlekick.com, check out all the stuff that we've got, mugs, the Taekwondo, Prime, the Prime uniforms are up there. You may have seen those ads on Facebook. It's a great uniform uh, at a really good price. Use code FIRSTCUP15, save 15%. Or the Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. And now this final quote from Lauren Graham. Growing up an only child with a single parent is probably why I'm an actor. That's my story. I'm not an actor, but... Once in a while, 
we end up, we've ended up on the show, on martial, when I say the show, I mean martial arts radio for anybody who's newer. Once in a while on the show, we'll talk about my, my inspirations as an interviewer. And top, top of the list is James Lipton from Inside the Actor's Studio. We talked about that on the Patrick McCarthy episode, as well as many, many other things on that marathon of the show. And if you, if you watch Inside the Actor's Studio, it's James Lipton, you will see that one of the recurring themes among the guests is that the, ch the actors are children of divorce. And yes, especially in the United States, there is, you know, there, there's a lot of divorce that happens. But the statistics of famous actors and comedians who are the product of divorce, it is beyond the, the national average, we'll say. And why is that? It's a, it's a need for attention. It's a need to stand out so other people will pay attention to you. I have it. I'm very aware of it. I want other. I want the validation of others. I've, I've worked hard to push back on that to not need it, but it's something that I, I do crave. And here's Lauren Graham saying the same thing. Comedians, often the same thing, trying to lighten the mood. In my social circles, I tend to be a comedian. Uh, professionally, I don't tend to inject a lot of humor because for me, humor requires, you know, comedy requires other people. I need to, I need to play off them. But I get it. I get it. I think that's a place to end. I hope to see you tomorrow. I'm going to go finish this coffee. I'm going to go crank on that website. And I am hoping that Friday morning, I can let you know the new address of that new website. You can all check it out. So, Be well, and I'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Peace.